Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show, a weekly show designed for you as a leader and manager to get the results you've always wanted. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show so you can never miss an episode and share it with anyone else who might get the benefit. Right without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manager Matt Podcast Show. Hope everyone is well in this very, very crazy world we seem to be living in at the minute. Yes, everything seems to be just everywhere. But as leaders and managers, you've got to get on with it. You've got to put your shoulder to the wheel, your whatever to the grindstone, and kind of get on with it, haven't you? That's what we're here to do. We've always been here to deliver results through our people in the best ways we can, and that's what you've got to do every day as a manager and leader. Uh, you've got to try and get out there. You've got to do your best with what you've got around you uh, and build a team, a strong team, that's going to be able to deliver results even under the greatest pressure. And I hope you're getting that done uh, out there in the world. This week, uh, I want to talk around something that's probably very similar to what a lot of people are needing at the minute, and that's around resilience. Uh, resilience is something that, as a leader, you really need. Uh, you need to have a solid core of resilience because whatever happens out there, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be after you. There's always going to be someone who's wanting to come up from behind and take your job. There's always going to be a competitor that wants to make sure their product's better than you. There's going to be someone who's going to sell more. Someone's going to uh, get a better deal. So you've got to be resilient, both in a personal point of view and, of course, away from work. You know, the resilience to try to get things done in the right way every day uh, is very difficult. Everything uh, has changed in the last 10 years to what was probably the norm has changed massively. If you think where the children are going through with the the social media that they have to deal with, extremely difficult, I think. Uh, To have resilience uh, is something that we really do need to instill in our children uh, and all the people around us. But yeah, what I want to talk about today is about this resilience. So what is resilience? Well, you know, it's not necessarily the fact that you are bulletproof. You're not one of these David Goggins where you're kind of, you know, going to be full on and marching and, you know, you don't have to be a Marine or an SAS or anything like that. I mean, it's great if you are an SAS or a Marine listening. Don't get me wrong. Please enjoy. But, you know, you have to be able to flex and move. You know, you can't control everything. That's something that will put pressure on you if you think you control everything you can't. So you've got to be able to be able to flexible, to be able to flex that helps with resilience. When things do knock you down, and they will, life will knock you down. It will give you challenges. It will, it will, you know, really give you a good pasting. Um, and I think there's a definitely a Rocky quote. It might be from Rocky Five. I'm, I'm not up on the, the later ones. I don't know you know when they got to um, where it was like it's not how hard you get knocked down. It's how you get up and keep going. And I think that's resilience. It's that idea of the bounce. You know, whatever. Don't break you, make you stronger to, to an extent. I think falling off a cliff probably is not going to work in that in that example. But what he's saying is that, you know, whatever challenges you, you learn from those challenges. Nobody is perfect ever. We don't know everything ever. So the fact that you put yourself against something that may be perfect is nonsense. So when you get hit, you've got to get back up. You've got to be able to bounce back. You're almost like strong 
like a tree, but also a tree can flex. So you can think of when the wind blows, the tree will flex, but it won't break. And that's the idea of the idea of resilience. I mean, it's not getting it right every time. You know, you're going to get something wrong. As I've said, nobody's perfect. There is um, a way that you are going to become at a point, a failure. You are going to make a mistake. But if you're in an, uh, an environment, either at home or in your social world, or you know, in a sports team, that can tolerate that, that they can learn from it. At work, we talk heavily about psychological safety, being able to express yourself, be able to admit that you're wrong and make mistakes without the proverbial ton of bricks landing on you. That's one of the most important things, that you're in a business that does allow you to make mistakes, that knows that you're only a person that could have made an error. Are you that, in that kind of business? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Who knows? But, you know, it's not always going to be easy. It is going to be challenging. But this is the idea of resilience. Resilience is around yourself. How do you captain it? How do you own it as yourself? How do you make things happen? When you're under pressure, you know, this is when you become more resilient. There is good pressure, no doubt about it. If you think of it going to the gym, whenever you go to the gym and you um, you have a good workout, you're going to ache the next day, but you're getting stronger. And that's the same thing. There's this, this idea of being under pressure in the right way can make you stronger, can make you more resilient. Experience can knowing when things are coming so that you can avoid them is a good way of thinking around being under pressure. That's a great idea to look at. But about the idea of what you're you going to find when you're under pressure, what are the things that really hit you? I mean, there's the ideas of these pillars of, resist, uh, of resilience. Um, think of it as your health. So first part of this would be your physical health. You need to make sure that you've been doing the right things to yourself to make sure that you can cope with resilience because the fuller you're up, the hard it's going to be when those things come and hit you. So think about your physical health. So are you getting enough sleep? It's a massive thing. I've spoken around it on the cast before. Are you getting good quality sleep? The more pressure you're under and the more you feel it, the less you sleep. You, you, you get worried, you wake up at some crazy time, mulling over things you can't affect. A good way uh, of dealing with that is to have, the say, notepad at the side of your bed. Probably going to be a phone these days. Um, but put down what's worrying you. And then think to yourself, can I sort this out now? That's not a problem. Your brain is wired that way. It's primeval brain is working at night and your sensible, logical brain. How many times have you tossed and turned at three in the morning worrying about somebody might have said something or something's going to happen? When you have no effect on it, you can't affect it, but your brain gets going. Then you're having a cup of tea, sat downstairs, staring at whatever was on telly at five in the morning. Make sure you're eating the right food. You know, are you eating the right good food? That makes a massive dis difference when it comes to building this physical health, which will help with resilience. It means you're not going to be ill. It means you're doing the right thing by your body. Water. Drinking water is so important. The hydration or dehydration, the brain. Think how much your body's full of water. There's 80% of it is water. The, the less you have in there, the less you're going to break, make bad decisions. That's why when you've had a drink and you're a bit dehydrated, you feel terrible. Lifestyle's massively important. You know, are you doing the right things yourself with your lifestyle? Are you putting stress on yourself with the way you are? You know, what are you consuming through social media? What are you uh, listening to? Those things can make a big difference. Uh, I've taken some time off of um, of news channels because they're so depressing. Now, we know the serious uh, issues happening all over the world, but there always is. And you've always got to think news channels are there to sell. So they're always going to be selling you the bad things about things. Um, it seems to have finished. I don't know, in the UK, there used to be the end of the news at 10. 
you say, oh, on a, and on a brighter point, a dog has rode a, uh, a, a snowboard or something like that. You know, there was some sort of light. There don't seem to be anything lighter now in the news. So it's just, it's feeding into that negativity. It affects your physical health. And of course, exercise is important. Make sure you are physically exercising. If you're sat at a desk all day, go have a walk. Uh, and get something. That's something to definitely look at of a pillar that's going to help build your resilience. Let's look at the next part of this, the idea of the emotional agility. Understanding your emotions, knowing and and understanding it, almost like, you know, do you understand the emotions you're under? You know, we've got some core emotions as humans. We all know what they are. You know, there's going to be people who are very optimistic around things, they're quite happy. There's going to be some people who are ashamed of things that they might have done. And they're going to be sad. There's anxiousness. And anxiety is a fear of something in the future that's eating into your day in the present. I think that's one of Marcus Aurelius's quotes. The idea that you fear the future, anxious, anxious of, the, of the future, and that takes away from being in the day. It's very difficult to tell someone, you know, don't be worried about that. Because, you know, you are. That's one of your core emotions. Hatefulness and anger can really eat you up. It can get inside you. You can go through these terrible things in your brain that normally, you know, if you put it on a film, it'd be tragic. Some of the things you could go through, the hatefulness and the anger that you can get there. And you can have this feeling of contempt and disgust for what might have happened and what could have happened. And all these emotions really play into it. But you need to know those, those emotions to really understand them. If you know that you're going to be angry, then it's easier to manage. Not say it's going to go away. They always say, um, when people say, and it does annoy people when I say this, you know, they'll say, I'm, I'm mad at that person. They've made me, made me mad. And I'll go, no, you've made yourself mad. You have chosen to use that emotion. And they go, no, 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 they've made me mad. No, they've given you some cause, but you've acted on that cause and maybe made yourself mad. So those are things to look at, you know, those emotions and understanding them. There's a lot of cultural effects you know, certain cultures, if you're listening in different countries, will have different reactions to different things and different acceptance of different things. So that needs to be understood around culture when you're looking at your emotions and your emotion agility. Make sure that you do check in with your feelings regularly. This will help you understand when your resilience armour is being affected. If you think of resilience, I always liked Star Trek when I was younger. And you think of the shields that they used to put around the vessels and Captain Kirk would shout shields and this dot would go around on the on the screen looks pretty poor now but that the idea of a shield and resilience can be a shield if you can understand and check in on those feelings you know maybe you start to journal when you're feeling these angers you know what is triggering those things as I said you're going to get triggered it's going to affect your resilience if you understand them it's easy and of course sometimes we have emotions that we don't need to hide and it can be difficult in work because you know especially if you're a leader, it's difficult to speak to someone. It's hard to share because you're seen as someone who knows everything. I spoke last week about tough conversations and tough questions the week before. Those are things that you are expected to know. So who do you talk to? You're a real person with emotions, but who do you open up to these days? The old models have changed. There's no one you can just drop in and speak to. Your boss is usually not around, which is the way it works the person who was in personnel as we used to know it now known as HR won't be anywhere near so there's all these things that will happen that will mean that you have really very little people as a as a senior leader to talk to it's always good to try and find a friend at work someone you can confide in that you can trust 
that I hope I found through my time. I've got some really good friends throughout business and I could reach out with another talk and a natto or two. And, and I've kept with those guys and I, and I still pick up with a few of them now after all these years. And that's because we've got a good emotional alignment and we can talk about things. And it's great to do that. Let's move on to the next part of the idea of these uh, pillars of resi- resilience. Um, and it thinks around a purpose of these values and strengths that you have. These are the clear things that you own. Think about this as the core sense of your own values. You know, you, you could think to yourself as a number of things. If you did a, a quick kind of um, brainstorm on this, you'd come up with things like humour. You know, these are things that you value. You maybe have a core sense of trust, that you want to be a, a loved, love to learn, or you're a leader, you're fair. You know, when I think about myself, I consider myself as being an honest person, a person who's kind, a person who's fair person who wants to make sure things are done right. Uh, you know, I can be a little bit brave sometimes in certain decisions that others would think about a lot more than I would. That's just the nature of what I am. I'm sometimes creative, not as creative as others. But by knowing these areas, these are the values that are going to really help you with your resilience because when things go wrong, you're going to go back to those core values. So if you've got a core value of being an honest person who is fair who has always wanted to do his best for the people around him. Those are the anchors. Those are the values. Those are the clear map that you have that will never change. And you shouldn't try and change them because if you start changing them, you start wearing masks. People who wear masks, those are one of the worst people you're going to meet, especially the ones who are not sincere. They're going to wear a mask. They're going to cover themselves up. They'll say one thing and do another. You won't want those people around you because those have become the drains And especially if you're a radiating kind of person, I'm quite a radiator. If you're affected by drains, it can really bring you down. But you know know where you're going to get to. You've got a real purpose and values that makes you a strong person. So those can build your resilience. Those are the pillars that really help you do it. When you look at the next part of it, how to solve problems. You know, when problems come along, they can really knock your resilience. Everyone knows in every part of the world and for every business you're in, there's going to be problems that really make you lose sleep or there's going to be a real problem with. This could be something that's massive, really big, or even small problems that can add up. You need to know what tools they are to deal with those. You know, allowing moments to say, let's look at this, let's get to the bottom of it, let's really fix it, let's get to the bottom. By fixing it, I mean not just putting a plaster on it, fix it for good. That could be around development helping people get the right training that they need. It could be around giving them the right tools to do the job or even just giving them the information they need to make sure they're making the right decisions at the right time. Because if the people haven't got the right information and haven't given them the right training, how are you expected the results that you really want to get out of them? And problem solving is probably one of the biggest areas that we ask as leaders and managers to do. We want problems fixing. We want problems solving. That's what we need to do. We're there to deliver results. So we'll do what we can to get the results delivered. But that problem solving is something really to, to think around because that can be a big blocker putting a lot of um, pressure on you, but it can be a way of a, getting the resilience to fix it because if you've got good problem solving tools and you know how to fix issues or, or help others around you fix them, that can take the pressure off, off you. Um, looking at that idea of the optimist, you know, you, you want to look forward. So one of the last pillar, uh, one of the other pillars is around having to be able to look forward and have a future view of what's coming in front of you. So if you, we talked about anxiousness being this fear of the future. Well, if you've got this idea of actually, I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm going to get this thing done. I'm going to finish what I've started. Then this helps you get going forward. It's the motor that pushes you on. 
It's this perseverance you need that's not going to stop you. I'll learn from the past. Everybody learns from the past. Every mistake I've made, I've learned from. I hope I haven't repeated them because that's <laughs> the idea of learning from them. But that perseverance and that optimism is something that is a real driver. One of those big pillars gives you resilience because you know you can get through it. You know you're going to push through a problem. You know you've got tools to do it. You know you're going to fight your corner. You know that you've got these values around built on whatever they are. Then you know that you're going to get there. Some of the things you'll see is good to-do lists or goal lists or strategic plans people have in place. That's the idea of perseverance. And the last bit that will help you with resilience is having a high quality connections. So having good relationships with people that's built on a trust, it's built on respect, will help you push it forward. If you think of a team, of any team, whatever you support, if that be basketball, football, whatever sport, or even not a sport, just a team, they're built on a high connection. Every player knows what the other one's thinking or doing. They've worked together for a while. They've built this trust. They've got respect for each other. And they've got this joint relationship, almost. They work together. I'm not saying it's the Borg. I'm using a lot of Star Trek references in here. But if you think of that idea of joint and everyone knowing what's happening, and that helps a team grow, it helps you get resilience because you can rely on those people. When one person's not quite performing, you can pull on the other people with those high quality connections. So that's just a thought around how to be resilient and some of the ideas of the pillars. I'll just quickly go through them. There's the idea of physical health, making sure you, you are physically fit. This will help you in this resilience, this, this under the pressure of, of work or home. Having this emotional agility, knowing your emotions, being able to speak to someone about them. Having this idea right in the middle of your map of this idea of purpose, values and strengths. You know, things at the core that make you who you are. Knowing them and being positive about them helps you get through things, helps you push on through these hard times. Being able to solve problems. Have a toolbox and skills to be able to solve problems when things get thrown at you. So you're not just floundering around in the dark. You've got a plan. You can get through it. Perseverance and optimism. How do I get through it? How do I learn from the past? How do I get better? That's another thing that will help you be more resilient. And this idea of high quality connections, being able to speak to others, know your team around you, know the people. Just to finish, we know that it's going to be tough. We know as people of in business or even away from business that life throws so much stuff with us and having a resilience, being able to bend in the wind without breaking is a massive thing. If you push somebody too far, they will snap. If you fill the bucket up too much, they will break and flood. And that will go down the, the, the road of, of issues in regarding to mental health. And we know that this day and age, even when you're away from work and away from uh, those, even at school, you're away from school, you're still going to be under pressure with the amount of social media. So maybe it's time sometimes just to turn WhatsApp or um, uh, TikTok off for a bit and just have a bit of quiet time. It's easily said when you're as old as me. Not as easy for the young ones, I don't think. Okay, well, as ever, I'd love to hear your feedback on this subject or any other subject I've covered, or even some new subjects you'd like me to cover. If you want to send it to managermatpodcast at gmail.com, I'd really love to hear what's on your mind and just have a natter. So please send something over and we'll have a chat about it for future episodes and, uh, and whatever that comes down the road. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks so much for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. 
We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.